Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Fuck Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> fuck Sour Apple. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Not from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Thought a flag. Tell him thought a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls in the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? So I think I've told you this before, but most of the time, uh, all day, every day, um, I just scroll through the Discover tab of Instagram. Okay. You guys should get on Insta, by the way. Okay, it's sure. good stuff. I'll do it. It's good stuff. I can send you memes. Ooh, memes. But as I was scrolling, I saw a video of whatever dance the Hawaii football team does before their games. Do you think non-Hawaiian football players feel like idiots doing that? No, I think I think that's part of the culture. You just gotta gotta dig in, baby. Do you think like they? How much time do they spend learning that dance? A lot more time than they spend learning routes. <laughs> and that's what I was gonna say. Instead of actually like, oh, absolutely, taking absolutely. reps. Um, you got to put a lot of time into that dance. I mean, I'm sure it's one of those deals. I think Krill is is most right in that if you go to Hawaii, you know what's up. But there is a certain level of trepidation, like night night one before you. I keep I, I know the word, but I, I'm I'm not going to pronounce it right, so I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah, that's why for I what that chance is do. called. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to uh, defame the character of the Polynesians. I make it analogous for me um, to did, so Nick Foles, uber religious, uh, whitest person alive, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, wins the Super Bowl. And the Eagles sort of adopted Meek Mill as their spiritual mascot. Sure. Um, and, and you know, Meek Mill's a rapper, and so that's going to mean that there's certain words in rap songs that, that certain members of the team aren't going to want to say. And so there's that Super Bowl footage of them just going crazy celebrating to Meek Mill, and everybody's rapping, and you just see Nick Foles kind of just bobbing his head <laughs> and keeping his mouth shut. That's what I would think that any um, any tight end at the University of Hawaii or the left tackle, he's just bobbing along, just trying to make sure he doesn't really screw this up. That's you, probably what I would do. Do you think Tua is going to bring that stuff to Alabama since he's like big man on campus? There's going to be lays Under no and, circumstances and are and... we doing that. I think the fans will. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm not going to wear a hound's tooth lay. Ooh, Ooh there's money that. in I'm that. A that. lot of money in that. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to ask what would the Rich Rodriguez hound's tooth sombrero be the equivalent of uh, for Tua. But, it's yeah, definitely a lay. Definitely a hound's tooth lay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to market that, guys. It's not copyright. A bad, can we can we stop this recording? We need to get down to the patent office and yeah, we should probably just that. let's just take this out of the podcast. Let's restart the podcast so this hot idea doesn't get out to everyone. Dude, I remember. However, though, Sean, you know, with the 
with the new level of support that we have received from very generous and kind and, quite frankly, sexy, uh, too good for this world people, mm-hmm. we might be able to get a Kickstarter going and actually get <laughs> throw the flag marketed houndstooth lays. It's true. I'm starting to feel like anything is possible because of what these people have done for us. That's what Kevin Garnett told me. It is. Anything is, he also told us that, uh, oh, man, who was in... Was it Hannah Storm? Was it Hannah Storm who was interviewing? Or Michelle Tafoya? I think it was Michelle Tafoya. You're looking good, girl. (laughs) Y'all know that my favorite thing in the world is post-NBA championship celebration stuff. Oh, for sure. Um, And we're actually going to, I think we're going to end up splitting our time from in between football and non-football today. Um, But first, we do have a lot of Patreon supporters, new Patreon supporters to... To thank, uh, we have uh, Jeff Geis. Kudos to Jeff Geis. Kudos to, to getting on board, Jeff Geis. We have Ashley. I'm Pen- thinking about eating some pizza right now. We have, we have Ashley Penton. Kudos to Ashley Penton. Kudos. Andrew Lindsay. Kudos to Andrew Lindsay. Even uh, somebody who, who got on board from, from the get-go, uh, one Bradley Katz, shout out to Kitty Katz. Yeah, uh, that's edited his mm-hmm. uh, his pledge. Wow, kudos to Bradley Katz. He's been there since day one. Um, John Bouton, kudos to John Bouton. Another another Patreon supporter, uh, Patrick Norton. Kudos to Patrick <laughs> Norton. Stop saying kudos. Caressa Lee. Caressa Gracias, Caressa. Uh, I don't know if that's. <laughs> better james johnson also a supporter thanks james johnson <laughs> robin riggs robin riggs thank you uh-huh uh-huh and finally adam nicholson adam major props to adam oh major he's, props. he's listening like across the water right i i, I believe well you, you you can never know you can never know yeah. about him adam is is one of our friends as are a lot of the individuals that that he's we just marshall county that we just named and uh he, uh, you know, he's been in the army for for many many years. So, and I never quite know where he is. He pops up during holidays, but uh, thanks to thanks to all the new and and existing Patreon subscribers, um, the support that you've given us has has certainly helped us uh, grow this podcast. It's uh, it's going to help us regularly regularly advertise, and uh, you know. Everybody who's listening, if if they gave even a dollar a month, um, it would go a long way to helping us build the Throw the Flag Network. If you'd like to do that, that's at patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash TTF. And that's our that's our opening. And uh, look for the new GoFundMe that'll be popping up that's going to be called Throw the Flag Network. Let's get to a late. <laughs> Do you remember when Alabama tried to copyright or trademark Houndstooth? No, I didn't. <laughs> did it? Did it fail? I think they lost. I'm sure it yeah. did. That's like you know. I want to trademark plaid. Yeah, that's what Al Borland from Tool Time tried to do. Did he really? No, making oh. it up. <laughs> Should have. He was great in that Strokes video. Um, well. Hankins, I think that us being a football podcast, you know, we've we've really probably exhausted every single possible angle so far. We've got a little bit to talk about 
uh, today. This has been a really quiet off season. It has. Um, it has. We hadn't had. Did y'all do your homework assignment? Oh no, completely forgot about that. The second we hung up. Yeah, I forgot to do it too. Oh my god. Oh my but, god. I read that whole thing thinking. I got to do this because I'm the one that brought it up. <laughs> These guys are definitely going to hold my feet to the fire. Well, we're glad we're glad you did. So t- give give us your book report of this uh, crooked letter, Mississippi, Ole Miss, whatever it was about. Article. Um, it is it is a spooktacular <laughs> article. First of all, mm-hmm. um, Stephen Godfrey is a guy that covers football very well. Um, he often gets on my nerves because you know he's. He's very objective, and he says things that offend me at times. And I'm like, well, whatever. Kiss my butt, Ole Miss. Oh, man. But Language, very dude. Good at, Come on. <laughs> but uh, very advisory. good at his job. Very good at covering it. Does a very good podcast called Podcast Ain't Played Nobody. Um, could do with a little production on there, guys. Intro ain't never hurt nobody. But whatever. <laughs> um, but he is an Ole Miss alumnus. And I thought that he did a very good job of covering the story um, the way that I would cover a story about the college football team that I root for that he did not at any time try to try to turn it and sugarcoat it and say that Ole Miss was getting necessarily that not saying that they were not guilty of something he just pointed out they were very bad at cheating but he also pointed out a ton of like hypocrisies that the NCAA (laughs) undertook Um, initially they tried to make their case using uh, Laramie Tunsil's stepfather uh, who was not credible, and eventually made their case basically on the strength of a Mississippi State linebacker. <laughs> That's what ultimately did Ole Miss in. And most of that hinged on not, you know, cash payments from boosters or anything like that, which there certainly were, but it hinged on uh, T-shirts being given from a store called Rebel Rags being given to kids um, who were being recruited. Um and, and ultimately, as and it usually happens with the NCAA, the kid who turned state's evidence from Mississippi State, uh, Lewis is his last name, he's a linebacker, is now facing a civil suit from Rebel Rags. Of course, yeah. Ouch. Well, that's, that's the thing. You know, is it, is it pretty much a crapshoot who the NCAA slaps with penalties these days? I mean, is it, is it those who are the worst at cheating, the ones who really pay the price? Uh, yeah. I, it's those that are the worst, those that sort of fly too close to the sun. Yeah. Um, and I think in this case, Godfrey did a very good job of pointing out that it ultimately was Freeze's hubris that got him. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we touched on it as it was going on kind of tangentially because we didn't dig deep into it. Um, but so we knew that, you know, Houston Nut was – so the, the whole thing started kind of like this. Allegations come out against the football program from an investigation originally stemming from, you know, basketball or or women's basketball or track or something to non-revenue sports. Um, When the allegations are announced, um, they miss Ole Miss essentially says that most of this happened under Houston nut. He's gone. Now there's only a few minor infractions under Hugh freeze. And that was the story that was kind of put out there. Well, nut gets pissed um, as he should files his own suit with a lawyer, and that lawyer then goes and procures records, you know, to start start that investigation. He reaches out for phone records on a certain day. Um, they send him a, a day that he was not looking for. So he gets bad information. But doing due diligence, he goes through, verifies all those phone numbers. That's how he finds 
the escort service. Right. And the like the whole thing got turned to begin because Freeze sent the tweet out that said, if you can find any allegations or if you can find proof of any misgivings, blah, 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 send it to yeah. um, at, you know, Ole Miss, blah, 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 blah. So it's really, it came down to a few things. It was NCAA is a bumbling bunch of jackasses. Sure. Um, they they are just arbitrary in who gets punished and how you get punished. And if Freeze had just chilled out and not had his, I'm the best, you know, and not had his, I'm a good guy, I'm a super good guy, I'm a Christian dude. If he hadn't flew that flag, they probably would have got, it probably would have been the same old regular probation that we see once every, what, three, four years in the SEC? Yeah. You get like two-year bull ban and you lose ten scholarships over three yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I, I, maybe it's just because I'm trying to be Ray Charles to the bullshit, as Lil Wayne calls it. But I I don't... Topical. I haven't heard a lot of accusations about Alabama cheating. Not None more than usual from <laughs> rivals or... People who you know just hate the the most popular team or the the most successful team. I mean, is Alabama not flying too close to the sun, or does everybody just kind of accept that Saban is as good as he is, and he can you know get the right recruiters in place and obviously recruit himself, and then success begets five star recruits, which gives birth to more success, which et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I would say. Uh, and Creole, I'll certainly get your take on this because I feel like I've been talking too much. Uh, but I would say for Alabama is Alabama has a history of cheating mm-hmm. and success, mm-hmm. and um, Saban is the biggest name in the sport. And so it is just a. I think that for, for Alabama's purposes, it is okay. Um, the they're doing the normal level of cheating, and they're also very good. I would say the same for probably Georgia. Um, I'd say the same for Auburn, LSU, and Florida. I think that those programs are just accepted that the cheating that goes on is going on everywhere, and they're just doing the regular and by cheating, accepted level of cheating. And by cheating, we're talking about you know maybe cutting corners in the recruiting process. Yeah, texting the, the, the after the window shut here. down. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! I'm saying that I'm saying people are getting paid at every campus. Really? Paid and laid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, L-E-I yeah. apostrophe. I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't believe that there's any high-dollar recruit or well-performing player who doesn't have somebody that he can talk to and say, I need X, Y, Z, can you help me? And that help be received. I also don't think there's a problem with that. But I'm going to table that. I, that's just what I was going to give a disclaimer. It's like, I'm not going to get into pay players and all that. We've beat that horse to death. Sure. I just, I don't. That's just that. There's just the cost of doing business in big old big time college football. I think that Baby. if Kentucky all of a sudden was was challenging for the uh, the SEC and they had a bunch of hot shots come in from somewhere, then that's that's where I say it's flying too close to the sun. Is if you've never been up there before and you ascend to that level, just like Nick Nolte. Creel, get in there. Nick Nolte's <clears throat> basketball team and blue chips. Yeah, exactly. I, Somebody up in here owes my ass a hundred dollars. <laughs> I think it just boils down to the the idea that some schools and programs are too big to fail. So mm-hmm. I think that some schools mm-hmm. get away with it, some schools don't. And like you said, when a team gets too hot too quick, you rain them back. You say, you ain't supposed to sit here. Oh, God. Dude, that's from Forrest Gump. <laughs> that's from Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes, I knew, I knew, I knew it. Seat's <laughs> um, taken. 
Well, let me ask this in that regard. Krill and I don't disagree, but how did USC get slapped so hard? I think it was the the hubris. I think so too. I think it, if, I think so too. If you if you uh, tell the NCAA that haha you're you can't get us, you know, don't worry about it. I think it'll come back and get you. I mean, and, that's why yeah. like Gene Stalling shutting the door and the, yep, shutting yeah. the door. And I think there are parallels in the political world that hey, oh, oh, watch oh. out, you know, if you keep bubble, saying bubble. that it's a, a fake inquiry and it's a witch hunt and all this stuff that the, the person in charge of the investigation is going to dig even harder. It's going to make them work harder Getting than ever before. Getting broke by the French president. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's let's take that piece of bread, piece of football bread. Ooh, are we making a sandwich? We're making a sandwich. We're or making a, a non-football sandwich. Where can we make fo- a, a taco? Football talk is the bread. We can make a taco. Too. Can we make a cake? I feel like this could last a long time. Uh, That's what she said. Hankins... Boosh. Boosh. <laughs> Dang. Hankins, you are probably the biggest hockey fan out of the three of us. L- Lil Hockey. Um And we have two we we have two uh world champions that were crowned since the last time we talked. One one in the hockey world. The Washington mm-hmm. DC Capitals. Hey Hankins, can you explain this icing thing to me? Please like, don't explain icing. Let them play. Please don't. Let them play. <laughs> Just let them play. Am I right? Just... Well, Creole, they did reduce. They they did take out the rules. Did they? Pass. I don't so, know. I mean, that was when I watched it. All that kind of let them play. What have I done? <laughs> you know, we don't really cover a lot of. We don't talk about any. We don't seriously talk about any positive stories. Um, I don't think that's going to start we now. Don't. We do not. No, <laughs> it shouldn't. But the, yeah, we don't. But I th- I think that you know. Uh, uh, T.J. Oshie, uh, his his post game speech really uh, it, it brought tears to my eyes. Speaking about his father, um, uh, superstar DC local DC super superstar and Russian agent uh, uh, Alexander Ovechkin. Um, you know he uh, threw out the first pitch at the Nats game yesterday. Uh, DC is going crazy. So many, f- they should. So many, they should so many friends. So many friends I never knew liked hockey. I have changed their Facebook uh, profile photo to all caps. Hashtag all caps. Go crazy. One go crazy. One, man. one thing I absolutely love. So uh, the Caps won the series four to one. Um, they lost game five of the semifinals, which means they. Went six and one to finish out the the playoffs, which That's is pretty good. Remarkable, sure. Um, especially shutting down Vegas the way they did. They won Game Five, which was in Vegas, to to win the cup. And during the game, MGM Casinos bought a Twitter hashtag. The Caps hashtag was all caps. MGM Resort, whatever. Uh, bought no hashtag no caps. Oh, and they were like trash talking yeah, DC yeah, and sure, stuff like sure, that. Sure. Um, which I think they actually own a casino in the DC area, but whatever. So after after the game, Ovechkin took the cup and just paraded it through the MGM Resort and Casino in <laughs> Vegas. I have a question. Why? Think, why did they call ahead, it a cup? Because it's a cup. It's like it a, it's like a trophy. The trophy's a cup. 
but it's a trophy. But it's a cup. You can drink yeah. out of. Yeah. You, you can drink, you can drink out, out of, of any trophy. No, you can't. The NBA Finals no, trophy. That's can't. a ball on a pedestal. Can't drink out of it. You can, man. Can't, can't drink out of the. Can't drink out of the BCS. Oh, the, you the, can. You can't drink out of BCS Crystal. You can't drink out of the Dr Pepper. Uh, They're all well, cups, which is very weird. They're all cups They're and or plates. I feel like that this podcast should be talking about one aspect of the hockey. And, and well, two. I guess technically two. Two aspects. Why do they call it the cup? And we have not hit. <laughs> we hadn't hit either one of them, and that is those sweet, sweet exposed hooters <laughs> on live TV. Was that on live TV? And yes, that happened on NBC. That's fantastic. Sports Network. National <laughs> Boob Corporation. Nice. Oh my goodness! Very, like, well done. Well done. what a what a wonderful fan. What a wonderful fan. Talking about cups, those guys. Those, those are some C cups. Talking about cup. <laughs> um, the story, of course, that Hankins is referring to is during the, during the game, uh, a uh, lady who was sitting on the glass uh, lifted up. Put her, them on, said glass. Lifted up her dress and put them on the glass. She was wearing a dress, or just she lifted up her shirt? Looked like a dress. I don't know. She, she pulled up down dress. her dress to be. Oh, she, okay. she pulled down gotcha. her dress. Oh, to yeah, gotcha. down. <laughs> yeah. But as as Ovechkin has the cup, and he is literally leading a parade of the entire team around the rink. They start to make a turn in there, so the the uh, the perspective is now closer to the stands, and you just see two perfectly shaped round women's breasts. And you see Ovechkin notice it and kind of look back, and then, like, four guys behind him in the procession, they're all, like, pointing and thumbing up, like, hey, make sure you see this when we come around. <laughs> Just red-blooded boys seeing a couple of sweet hooters I wonder, going crazy. I, I, <laughs> um, I wonder if that woman knew she was going to be on TV, too. That one, That's the thing. I don't think she cared. That woman wanted to show her appreciation mm-hmm. For her Washington Capitals mm-hmm. by showing them her Washington Capitals. <laughs> the man that, like, Washington was a, a pr- first time in 40 years for that franchise to ever win. First time since 92 for the city yep. of D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of big dominoes that have fallen. You know, you go back to 04 with the Red Sox, the Cubs last year. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like there's another dumb team who won out of nowhere. Cubs. Um, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles last year. The, the Eagles went in for the first time forever. So, I mean, that's pretty big dominoes to fall. I just hope Atlanta's next. Uh-uh. <laughs> Please let it Atlanta. Has Atlanta ever won a championship in anything? Did the Falcons win? 95, the Braves. Braves win 95. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Like the one time like um, in 20 years, like they were... Hey, hey, they also won the the NL East 16 times in yeah, a row. Yeah, yeah. One out of 16, <laughs> not bad. That's even, that's even worse than LeBron's uh, record. That's, which, yeah. speaking of, by the way, not to, not to cut Atlanta talk uh, uh, short, but the other champion in the world of sports, this is, we're entering a dark time when, like, the, the middle of baseball season is the only thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Warriors swept the Cavs. Um, LeBron... I think they lost like a hundred and. They lost like thirty the last game. Uh, apparently, LeBron uh, punched a whiteboard after game one and was playing with a broken hand the entire series. Allegedly. Yep. yep. Um, he's gone. LeBron's gone. LeBron uh, Lagon. That's going to be the headline. Uh, it should be. You really gotta. You really gotta get a. You should work for the New York Post. He's got the knack. Um. I think rather than focusing on LeBron James's 
three and six record. Three and six. Woof. In the NBA Finals. How awesome is Steve Kerr? Of course, you know, the Warriors hit the goddamn lottery getting all these amazing players at such bargain rates four or five years ago. Steve Kerr, he is a he has become a video game coach. When you fire up Madden or when we used to fire up NCAA, you know, I always go into like a dynasty under or a franchise under the, the best of intentions. Like I'm going to take an L if I get an L, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then you just end up, you know, you play on the hardest level. Yeah, but you hit reset. <laughs> but you, you know, you, you, you run the same play, you know, 20 times a game and you end up winning the Super Bowl in the first season. Steve Kerr has coached four years now. He has been to the finals every year. He's won three of them. The only year he didn't win, his Warriors went 73-9, and nine, which is a regular season. They won the most games ever yeah. and then blew a 3-1 lead in the finals. Yeah. Um, because Draymond got a technical. That, I mean, Steve Kerr, that is a damn impressive four years. It's pretty good. I just think he's rolling the balls out, guys. He's just rolling the balls out. What's that mean? What does that mean? When your PE coach would come in and say, hey, guys, it's going to be basketball today, and he'd roll the balls out on the floor, and you'd pick it up, and you'd pick teams, you'd go play basketball. Oh, yeah. And then he'd go in his office and, and talk on the phone to the English teacher about what they're going to do during lunch break. One of these. Um, that's what I think Steve Kerr's doing. I don't think there's much coaching to be done. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – I think they used to say that about Phil Jackson, too. Yeah, the Zen master. I would say that he rolled the balls out, too. Yeah, but I, he got them rings. I think I think uh, eleven of them. He titled his book that. Oh my god! What eleven of them? <laughs> <laughs> That's a much better title. You should be in publishing. Sean. <laughs> can I, can I interject a question? What's up with this traveling? Like, oh my god! Are they gonna call it or not call it? Because it's pretty inconsistent. An instant replay. Like, come on, let them play. Free throws. Am I right? Shaquille O'Neal. No, but uh, about this LeBron James. <laughs> Last week we had this conversation. Is he the greatest ever? <laughs> Emphatically a no. I don't know. If He's you, been swept if, twice. If you put Jordan, twice. If you put Jordan on that Cavs team, I think he oh, has Jordan, the same record. Jordan wins at 4-0. Bullshit. I think he has the same record. <laughs> Hey, but he's been swept twice. Jordan was never swept in the finals. You know what? A porno theater is swept less often. I think it's usually mopped. Oh, you're right. Squeegee. Never mind. Take if you're away. sweeping up a porno theater, I don't know what. You got a lot of old guys just blowing dust. You've got some, you have some sick patrons. Like, actually, like, under the weather. Like, they need help. They really need help. Oh my God, are you sick? I don't know. I, I was having this argument in a wrestling locker room last night, and I, I, I think that I think that LeBron is probably the most talented player because physically he is larger than any of his predecessors <laughs> and he can do physically the same things that they could do. Um, he could do a few things better than Jordan. He could pass better than Jordan. He can't defend as well as Jordan, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, we've, we've changed the metrics of judging uh, who the best ever is. We've decided that it's just Creel. What what is it? What's the most important thing in when I'm judging somebody about uh, how good they were at their sport? Rings, baby. baby. It is just them rings, baby. And we the argument is done. LeBron will never. He's never going to get to six. And even if he does get to six, he's going to be six and six. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think LeBron has the better off the court record compared to MJ. 
Ooh, what you mean? You know, he's just a good dude, married to the same woman. Uh, that's gives just, all this to charity. Uh, I don't know about helps that. Helps these kids out. He's probably got like six kids on the side. Damn. Damn. Am I right, Hankins? Damn. How many illegitimate Probably. children does he have? <laughs> this turned a little... This turned a little rough. Did did Michael Jordan's dad get murdered because of his gambling? No, I think that it was, was a, a story that was purported. Oh. Okay, I don't know that that was ever. I, that was that was certainly the leading theory. Um, uh, I think that ultimately what was decided on by the legal system when it was just two crazy maniacs doing crazy maniac stuff. Mm-hmm. But that is what was reported. You know, also they claim that Jordan left the game um, because he was secretly suspended. Yeah, I heard. I've heard that too. That. The, the NBA know, knew he baseball. was he was gambling on stuff or something and didn't want want it to yeah. get public knowledge, so they oh, wow. secretly yeah. suspended him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. LeBron James still still around, still losing NBA Finals after he all these years. He is still around. <laughs> he is definitely still around. Well, LeBron is a victim of his own creation in that Boston put together a mega team of Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen, and then they all and so went to the nursing home. That changed that changed how things looked. And so LeBron got tired of that team kicking his ass. And so he put together a super team. And then that became the norm. And used to it was it used to it was always Batman and Robin in, in basketball. It was Jordan and Pippen. It was Ewing and Stark. It was uh or, you know, who were pick, take your paper second guy. But like um it was Magic and Kareem. Um but then it turned into three guys. Yeah, NBA and Jam Golden was State. like the actual NBA. <laughs> It was the actual NBA, quite frankly. You're right. Um, but Golden State upped the ante by getting Kevin Durant, who Jesus. who Kevin Durant, who had Golden State on the ropes three to one, and he blew it. Yeah. Um, they bring him over, and so it's just the the elevation of the super team, and LeBron had a hand in in making that be a thing. If if LeBron had been able to beat Boston without <laughs> the help of the Miami Heat, you know who knows if people go that route, but. Now Golden State has made this model where dudes are already talking about taking pay cuts just to go play there next year because rings, baby. <laughs> just ask Robert Dory. Well, there. It, it was. I just don't understand. Bill Russell has eleven rings, and none of us. We don't even say he's the best center that ever was. <laughs> well, that's because Bill Cartwright is. Yeah, you know, Stacy King, Bill Cartwright. If you were to tell me Bill Cartwright uh, and Otis Nixon were brothers or father and son, I would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> They're both devastatingly ugly dudes. Popeye Jones, he fits in that category. Um, you know, Too Cold Scorpio. Hankins, you were talking about uh, some some dominoes to fall. I think I think the Sacramento Kings actually are the longest have the longest drought. There's they've never had wow. they've never had a finals appearance or obviously. But, won a championship um apparently the cleveland browns went 24 quarters without a touchdown in 2008 that's pretty bad that's rough <laughs> that's rough um do we count like are the browns i know the browns factory of sadness and all that stuff yeah do we are we are we taking them back to like when do we start the timeline with feeling bad for the browns the ravens are the browns they left yeah um, do we give the Browns credit for the times before the Ravens? Are we saying they're going back to that far? Yeah, for sure. Terrible. For I sure. Think you, yeah, they get I that. I, I, I think. I, I think the. I think the the public does, 
but that's not how it's supposed to be. I think if you were to ask the look, if if you ask somebody who the vice president is, and like they probably can't tell you, they definitely will not be able to tell you if the Browns or the the Ra- were or were not included. That the Ravens were, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think at this point we're talking about cities too. I guess is probably more accurate. We, yeah, we'll we'll name off the franchise, but we're really talking about the cities themselves and who has just been suffering. Yeah, um, Atlanta is just a dismal. Atlanta is is problematic because they get close and blow it, um, but there are other people who just never. Milwaukee, nobody. Yeah, <laughs> nobody thinks that the Bucks are going to do anything. Oh, I th- um, I think that there's there's. If if one team wins a championship, then no one feels sorry for the entire city anymore. Correct. And I Cleveland had LeBron screwed up Cleveland, but I mean you know Cleveland got a, a championship. Uh, the, yes, the, yes, the, the, yes, the Cavs got a championship. The Indians won the World Series. Not too you know no, far away from that. No. 89, 89 years since the Indians have won the World you Series. You know, so fuck, fuck they the did Browns. Not, the I Indians they, have I not they won, won the World Series. I just want that on record. The Indians have not won the World Series in decades. Yeah. Wait, what? You said they won, so don't No, the that. Indians, you said they won. Oh, oh. You didn't mean to. They, they made it to the World yeah, Series. They yeah, they did. They did make it. Sorry. Oh, yeah, they got, got crushed by uh, like 14 innings. Yeah. The Cubs broke their hearts year before last. I don't feel sorry for cities. Like, get over it, man. It's just sports, baby. baby. <laughs> well, it's just the worst. I will say that. So the Warriors swept. The Caps won four to one. However, the tiebreaker. No one put them on the glass for the Warriors. That's true. Thank you. And you know, thank you. Those fucking tech billionaires didn't get one titty out for the Warriors. <laughs> and you know, uh, last week we were talking about how great it was that we're getting this rematch. Uh, you know, great rematches throughout history and sports history. It was a dud, man. It was like that Clemson Alabama game in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, just, for sure. Just a dud. And sometimes that's what happens with a with these sports games. Well, hell, wasn't it? Wasn't it four one or three or four two last year? It wasn't much better. Yeah, last, last year, year was four two, and the the first time they beat them, I think it was four two. Well, it'll be interesting to see if the LeBron goes to a Western Conference team because they'll whatever team that is will probably lose to the Warriors in the West semifinals. Yeah. So. Probably, fucking probably. <laughs> I don't know how the Warriors have made the game. I am I'm a basketball fan. In that I observe it, and in the playoffs I watch a good bit of it, but I'm not a diehard. I don't have a team. Yeah. Um, until they put a team back in Seattle, yeah, I sure. will remain basketball agnostic. Um, but, like, I didn't even watch – you know, like I said in the beginning of the show, my favorite thing is post-NBA championship celebrations. I love them because, the, for whatever reason, those players seem to just get the most crazy. They get the most out of character. Just a bunch of Tony um, Browns. I didn't even. Court. Yeah, just a bunch of Tony Browns and Shaqs and Gary Paytons. Um, I didn't even watch the end of the game. It was so boring. I was like, this is just so boring. There's no chance. The Cavs have no shot. I hate the way the game is played. That it's just dish and shoot. And if the, if your threes are going down that night, you're going to win. If they're not, you're going to lose. I just it, it really the Warriors have kind of have broken the game a little bit. And I'm not knocking their success because the same thing literally can be said about Alabama, that it's a predictable, oftentimes, if you're not a fan, boring way of playing, which 
people wouldn't say that the Warriors are boring, but it has become boring in that you know if somebody's up on them 15, when the third quarter hits, they're just going to start draining threes, and then it's over. That's um, true. And there's a beauty in that, but it is very predictable. And it seems inevitable. I mean, I don't think too many of those players are going anywhere. Uh, obviously, I mean, no. KD's there. They're just going to get more of them. <laughs> this was KD's first... Uh, um, this was KD's first... Uh, Season, I think, with the Warriors. So, um, no, you're also wrong on that. <laughs> I think he won the World Series with the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Regular correction corner, am I right? <laughs> well, the one. Bi- How about? Go ahead. You. What do you get? Uh, I. I think we're ready to get to that other piece of bread. Ooh. So we had some bread. Let me, let me, we had let some me, icing. Let me put a little mustard. Talk, let oh. me hit. Let me hit just a little mustard put some, on it. Put here. some mustard on it, baby. Shit. How is it that a couple weeks after we have the discussion about you know players drafted coming back to the to the team or players not drafted being able to come back that the Oakland Athletics draft Oklahoma quarterback Kyle Murray ninth overall in the baseball draft. Sign him to a $5 million contract and agree to let him play quarterback for Oklahoma this year. That's not, yeah, that's nuts. Thanks, Dennis Dodd. <laughs> I, um, How crazy is that? I say take away the eligibility. <laughs> At least he's consistent. Uh, apparently, the NCAA, I saw some, some article yesterday that said, you know, they, they ruled that, you know, you can play. You can go pro in one sport and be an amateur in, the, in another, which is like <laughs> which what? What is the I'm difference? Not arguing what against. is the difference? Yeah, it's just it more hypocrisy from the stupid NCAA. But if you're the Oakland Athletics and you've invested a ninth overall pick, why would you agree to let this dude go play football of all things? I would not. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I just that, can't it, get over it. It makes no sense. It's it's a, a very uh, I don't know how how they even agreed to it. I would not have drafted the kid if he didn't want to if he wasn't going to commit right now. He's no. got to make up his mind. But and I mean that's kind of that happens in baseball. Like that's that's not it's not out there. But man, it's the football aspect of it that gets me, especially at quarterback, where you know that literally on every play he has the ball. And somebody's trying to hit him. <laughs> they're they're trying to kill him. Um, it, it just seemed. And w- I'm just trying to figure out: is this some sort of? Uh, does somebody have something over Kyle Murray where they're just making him play quarterback? If I had five million dollars, I think I could give up playing quarterback. It's 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 very bizarre. I um, I mean, it's how quite- bizarre though? <laughs> we'll have to ask OMC. I think how bizarre. I think the. Um, I mean, is that not what killed Bo Jackson, really? Like, wore him down? I mean, he played two sports for how long? And then... It didn't help. You know? And it was a football injury that, that, that broke him. Yeah. If he had just gone to the one, we'd probably be talking about Bo Jackson, greatest baseball player ever, to be quite honest. <laughs> was, was Deion Sanders, was his career either one cut... Like, was his football cut short by dabbling with the Braves? No. I think Dion um, Dion had it so well that he was not a very physical player. 
Like, Dion was one of the best cover men ever. Yeah. But if you did catch the ball on him, he had no interest in you at that point. <laughs> it's hot out here. Yeah, so the contact on Dion was was not nearly as vicious. You know, returning kicks, obviously, you're getting tackled and stuff. But Dion, he, he's not a quarterback or running back. He's not a guy who was getting lit up all the time. And he was making tackles instead of receiving tackles, which, you know, has a certain – a little bit less physicality, especially the way fucking Dion tackled. Yeah. So, yeah, Brian Jordan was another guy, and um, they they played baseball. The other thing is they played baseball as the second sport and not the other way around, where this kid technically should be playing baseball as the primary sport. I mean, if he's drafted ninth overall, should. Yeah, he should be pretty good. I think an Auburn pitcher was drafted first. Yep, overall, he was, yeah. To the Tigers. Um. Well, you know what? We're we're hitting forty minutes here. Ooh. The only so I think I think we save we can shelve that the yeah. larger piece of bread for next week. So, yeah, that's going to be just as fresh next week. Mm-hmm. So we we've, we've had a piece of bread, it's a piece of ciabatta. But I do have a, a tiny piece of bread, maybe the heel of the loaf to put on there. It's um, like a Big Mac with the bread in the middle. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm, sure, whatever. It's not a cup. Um, <laughs> Alabama, Al- it is a cup. Alabama, Alabama <laughs> announced that. Uh, they're playing Central Michigan in 2023. <laughs> when did we start like announcing these, like the, the nothing games, like that? I don't know, dude. That's new. That's that's news to me. I don't know when. The, I don't. I guess when we got um, when the uh, when the sports. What's the word I'm looking for, Sean? What's that thing you do? The comedy. Sports. Comedy. I want to say publicity, but that's not right. What's the word? I'm Public affairs. Marketing. Marketing. Sports information department. Sure, sure. I guess when they had a Twitter handle and they just needed to create content. Yeah. Man, I love creating content. Love it. We do it. We do a great job of it right here on this podcast. And that's what we're going to be doing every week. Every single week, even in the off season. <laughs> Thank you again to all of our new Patreon. Kudos. Gracias. Mercy. Hashtag uh, at work yesterday. Um, And uh, we'll see you guys next week. I think this has been episode 74. Uh, Ooh, next week is 75. That's an anniversary. The big 75. Yeah. Um, I know what I'm going to get you guys. Another 40 to 60 minutes of quality college football talk. Throw the flag.
Stand.